This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Well, welcome back to hour number two of the Halloween edition of the Talk of Fame Network, coming to you from the Renai studio. Over the next 60 minutes, we're going to sit down with Lomas Brown, the tackle Ron just told you about, and someone we believe should be, at the very least, on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. And we're also going to go door to door with our Halloween trick-or-treaters as they tell us who, what, and where to avoid Monday night. But first, it's a pleasure to welcome in Pittsburgh offensive coordinator Todd Haley, whom we've known for years and who opposing defenses would like to avoid any night. As an offensive coordinator, Todd helped develop Tony Romo in Dallas, called the plays for Arizona when the Cards went to Super Bowl 43, barely losing to, well, who else? Pittsburgh. And as a head coach, he led the Kansas City Chiefs to a division title in 2010 with quarterback Matt Castle. Now, of course, Todd Haley coaches one of the most productive offenses in the league and some of the best offensive performers anywhere. In fact, Todd was one of the nominees for best offensive minds in our weekly readers poll. And while you didn't win it, Todd, you did finish tied for a second. So I hope that's some consolation. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, it's consolation, but that's it. No, no, uh, uh, always a pleasure. Hey, thank you for joining us. As I said, Todd, um, listen, let's start at the top. Your dad, of course, was Dick Haley, uh, whom we've known and well-known director of personnel for years with the Steelers. And that's the team you actually ball boyed for. How rewarding is it to be back in the area of the city where you grew up working for a franchise you knew so well? It's really special. And really, not not many days go by that I don't uh, take a second to appreciate it. You know, having grown up here, uh, you know, and our life revolved around the Steelers as a kid. You know, when your father works in the NFL, uh, you live and die with your team. And uh, thankfully, uh, I got to see a lot of great, great players, great, great teams, great coaches. You know, and it's really just a great city. Uh, when your father, you know, when your father leaves that team, though, you cut ties. You know, you, people always ask, "Do you stay a Steeler fan?" I said, "No." You know, <laughs> your your livelihoods uh, determined. You know, uh, for who your father's working for, who you're working for now. In my case, <laughs> with my kids. But uh, so I essentially, you know, was gone for uh, 28 years. When I left to go to college, my father uh, left to go to the Jets, and and we became Jet fans, and. To be able to come back and, and to be with the Roonies, you know, just the entire organization, which, you know, my father helped to lay the groundwork for back then in the 70s. You know, you see so many of the things, same things going on, and, and it's a reason why they've been able to stay consistently successful for so many years. Um, but just a special, uh, special deal for me to walk down the halls and see pictures of those players that, when I was a, a ball boy at, at, at Latrobe, uh, you know, or on game day on Sundays in Three Rivers, uh, to see pictures of my father's in, in the team photos when he was a player in the in the '60s, uh, really great for me. And uh, the ironic thing is, uh, I'd coached in every stadium uh, in my uh, 20 years or so. Well, it wasn't 20 when I got here, 17, 16 years or so. Everywhere but the Steelers, I had coached against the Steelers a number of times, including the Super Bowl, like you mentioned. So uh, my first uh, game coaching for the Steelers, even though it was Hines, was uh, our first time coaching in Pittsburgh was as a Steeler coach. And the last time I had been on the field in Pittsburgh was as a ball boy in 1985. Todd, you tired of Hermione Brothers yet? 
Uh, no, uh, no, I'm not. And I live in the South Hills in Upper St. Clair, and they conveniently uh, put one up uh, right down the street. So that's usually our uh, home home game location to stop, uh, you know, and and talk about the game and watch the games that are going on. And and the guys and girls in there take great care of me. So uh, uh, no, I uh, I'll eat it every day of the week if I had to. Hey, Ted, you, you've been a head coach. You've been an offensive coordinator. Which was more rewarding? And which was more challenging? Uh, both both positions uh, have obviously a lot of challenges. Uh, the biggest one as a head coach is uh, is talking to you guys every day. Um, but um, you know, as an offensive coordinator, you really get to be you know on the ground coaching uh, you know a lot more. And 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 I didn't didn't start coaching you know, thinking I'd ever be a head coach. It was the love of coaching. And, uh, you know, I really enjoy uh, uh, being here, being able to really work with the guys, you know, on a personal level, uh, you know, on an individual technique level. Um, you know, so they both have their challenges. They both have their things that you really enjoy. Um, you know, ahead, you know, I'll often say to Coach T that, you know, when he's heading off to his press conference or whatever, you know, I'll throw a little dig in there whenever I can that, uh, you know, enjoy doing your job, Coach. But uh, coaching is great in general, and, and you're going to get challenged in a number of ways, obviously doing both. Of course, uh, as you were Sunday, you, were, you operated without Ben Roethlisberger, and you haven't had him and uh, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown all in the same lineup together for a lot of the past two years. Just wondering, uh, Todd, how challenging and or frustrating has that been for you as a coordinator to – Okay, now I got these this guy or these two guys, but I don't have this guy, and you never seem to have all the bullets at the same time. Uh, it's a great challenge, you know. But again, uh, as coaches, you uh, you know that's really what gets your uh, juices going, so to speak, um, because it's because it's such a great challenge. You know, I'm a I'm a big believer of of playing the guy's strengths. So, uh, you know, around here, for whatever reason, bad luck, whatever it is, we've we've had a, just a ton of injuries at a number of different positions. Um, you know, I'm proud of, of our staff and our guys for really uh, following the, the mantra of uh, next man up, which coach uh, talks and, and pushes all the time. You know, we've had a lot of guys through the last few years step in and step up for us and, and allow us uh, to really compete at a high level, even missing guys, um, you know, to finish, you know, where we have at least statistically uh, considering – some of those uh, uh, big names that have been missing, uh, you know, I think is is something we all are proud of. But it hasn't slowed down for us. So you know, every week's a new week. Uh, you know, we got to just. Uh, Coach Parcells taught me a long time time ago. You know, they're not going to cancel the game, as he would say. <laughs> you know, we got to have our guys ready to go, and 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 really, we just uh, try to step up in our own way. You know, when we have these uh, uh, limitations. We're speaking with Pittsburgh Offensive Coordinator Todd Haley on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And, Todd, I, I remember once a head coach telling me that he wouldn't go anywhere that doesn't have a franchise quarterback in place. Now, you have one in Roethlisberger. You've been around some of the great ones, including Kurt Warner in Arizona. How much easier does a guy like Ben Roethlisberger make your job? Well, I, I, I think it, uh, you know, it's the key to being successful, you know, truly successful. And, and having a chance to play in that uh, a big game, the Super Bowl, 
you know, in Kansas City, though, I'm I'm very, very proud, you know, of being able to win 10 games in a division. Uh, uh, no disrespect, but, uh, you know, Matt Castle not generally thought of as a, as a franchise guy. You know, we were able to win 10 games, and they hadn't won many games. So, again, a great challenge, but uh, when you have one, it's something special, and, and Ben is something special. I think, I really think he's, you know, when he's healthy and, and he has the, the guys around him, I think he's as good as, as anybody that I've ever seen. You know, and I've seen, you know, I was with the Jets when Vinny Testaverde played at a high, high level in 1998, you know, 27, inter- uh, 27 touchdowns, four interceptions or something like that, and we played in the championship game. Um, you know, Kurt Warner, you know, one of the best there is. This guy is just special, though, and he has really evolved as a, as a quarterback, you know, he takes great pride in that. Um, you know, he's always been known for, for being able to extend the play and make those Ben-like plays. Uh, but I think he, he takes great pride now in, in being a, a drop-back passer that gets back, gets the ball out, making great decisions. As good a thrower as I've ever seen. You know, strong arm, but phenomenal touch and feel. And then when things break down, he's able to, to make those bend plays that uh, I think separate them really from everybody. Todd, we got about 30 seconds here. Is Kurt Warner a Hall of Famer? I believe yes. I don't think there's any question in my mind. Um, you know, it's about winning Super Bowls. Uh, he's done it with, uh, you know, gone to Super Bowls with different teams, played in different systems uh, with different players around him, and he's played he's played his best in the biggest games. Um, you know, I just, you know, his, his career started late uh, for no fault of his own. You know, when he got the opportunity, uh, he turned the franchise around in, in St. Louis and did things that have never been done and, and may n- never be matched. And But the bottom line to me is he won Super Bowls and he played his best games, put up numbers that, you know, that nobody can touch. Hey, Todd, thanks so much for the time. Uh, sorry about our poll. You're going to have to take that for whether a reader is, but uh, best of luck with the rest of the season. <laughs> no, we'll push for it this year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks, thanks Todd. Todd. That was Pittsburgh Offensive Coordinator Todd Haley. Up next, we're going to go trick-or-treating with Rick and Ron. This is the Talk of Fame Network.